Welcome to Top of the Line. This is the podcast version of our YouTube show. New episodes every Monday and Friday where we talk about audio and hi-fi related themes. If you have any requests for a future episode, send us an email, T-O-T-L at abyssheadphones.com. kind of cool and rainy yeah it's humid too yes it's humid. very humid I feel like the freaking like miami over here lately yeah in mm-hmm. uh, in buffalo new york so uh, it's only 79 though see my new toy i got a barometer that was uh, from back in the day i think it's from the 50s or something like that look at how they made barometers back then you could mm-hmm. use the barometer to tell when it's going to rain or mm. not because it'll the barometric pressure drops as the storm front's approaching right and then it goes higher uh when it's sunny out the days of sniffing the dirt are over. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, nobody's going to know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. You can feel the Two grass, maybe? Will. No. You grab the plant, mm. a leaf mm. on a tree, and tell what it's thinking. <laughs> I, I'm going to start practicing that. I, uh, All right, you work yeah. on that. Now we got a greenhouse going. I'm starting to figure out if I could touch a leaf on a plant. Like, can you tell what it's if it needs more water or whatever? <laughs> I mm-hmm. think it's kind of a variable by the plant. Yeah. But, you know, because once it's drooping, you're a little late. It's right? too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it's usually when I water. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. You know, it's that up and down thing. I don't think it does too well for the plants. But uh, so anyway. we're doing a thing today. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. The yeah. thing today, the topic was uh, a number of people keep asking about like what what place at what point are you? Is it hi-fi? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming like in an audio system, right? Is what we're talking about. At what point is the system considered hi-fi? Or hi-fi, of course, stands for high fidelity. Um, you know, which has been a term that's been used since the back in the tube days. Yep. Yeah. It's a term that's been around for quite some time, but kind of sort of where the line is has evolved a fair bit over time. Because you look back in the day, 60s, 70s, the, the gear that was available then, today most people wouldn't consider it to be very good. For the most part, it's not good. There's no. some exceptions, yeah. but a lot of it's just nothing compared to today's standards. Well, it, it is a evolving thing because, like, you go back to this day, and yeah. you were just happy that it produced audio. The Victrola right? <laughs> that has a sound to it for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe one of these days we'll have to do so, a little piece on that. I guess at one point that was like ooh, high fidelity. That was you the, were just it, yeah. it made audio. So ooh. I think that came about from the twenties or so. So or I don't know when they. I mean, that unit is probably from the twenties, but that was the only fidelity. Yeah, right. I mean, so, I don't even think they had radios yet so <laughs> yeah well you go before radio and what did you really have yeah. well, it was live music yeah that's it true. was nothing yeah. or actual people yeah. making music so <laughs> you could see the definition over time has evolved we finally ended up with technology that allowed you to replay stuff at home you could play whatever you wanted but the quality has evolved over time and mostly for the better so that's good but as a result that kind of means the definition of what hi-fi is kind of changes it I'll seems like it's this arbitrary point where people d- determine more or less, yeah, you're far enough above the norm or the average that I would call that hi-fi. You really put care and finesse into your system to make it sound good. Well, back to the Victrola, I'm thinking, you know, I bet when people first got that and put it in their living room, I bet it brought a tear to their eye when they heard like, music oh. playing in there, just like good hi-fi can today, where yeah. people say, you know, make them cry or whatever. I mean, you... You hear music all the time nowadays. It's easy to, to access and listen to in the car and everywhere, everywhere. You name it. Somewhere there's a receiver to hear music, including your phones, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
most of that's not going to make you emotional listening to it, you know. And it, that's that's probably a good gauge, uh, you know, in measurement, really. I think that's reasonable enough. Because what it really seems to be is nowadays, since people have such ready access to decent audio and it's so cheap, um, that doesn't really do it anymore, right? It's just so typical. It's, it's so common. It's like background music. That mm. is just whatever. If you got some... Bluetooth speaker or something like that that's 60 bucks. Yeah, it makes audio. It sounds all right, but <laughs> nobody would call it hi-fi, yeah. right? And I guess the threshold kind of evolves to basically always be something to the extent of when you're really putting effort into your system, when it's really above and beyond. So in the early days when something like that Victrola first came out, that was probably amazing because it was such an uncommon to thing to be able cool. to do it, right? It was almost like compared to nothing, having people in your house playing music. I mean, I, I remember back in the day when I f heard my first CD player. I think it yeah. was like 83 or something like that, and I didn't buy it. It was my boss or something had one that was skipping or making noises. He said, here, mm. take a look at this, see if you mm. can do something with them. I've never seen one of these before. And it had a bunch of pots in it. I just started turning things and tweaked it till it stopped skipping. Because <laughs> ah, <right. laughs> that's what I did. I tweaked things. But but anyway, yeah, I was. Uh, I, was uh, I think it was uh, money for nothing. Uh, whatever. Uh, thing. Anyone know? Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Yeah, thanks. Dire Straits. Yeah, the first CD I heard was Dire Straits, and it was um, money for nothing. And uh, it sounded really clear to me. I'm like, well, that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Because you know, I was accustomed to listening to FM radio, basically. Right. Well, and vinyl, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and vinyl. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It would have been the same thing. But this had such clarity to it that I never heard before. And I don't remember it making me cry or anything, but I thought, oh, this is pretty cool. Mm. It had a really cool sound to it I wasn't used to. So, um, you know. I guess when that was a new thing, when CD started to just come out, that probably could be considered hi-fi. It probably made the threshold because it was so uncommon. It was so much better than the other stuff you're used to. It was uncommon for you to hear this kind of fidelity. Um, unless you really put a lot of time and effort into your vinyl system, which yeah. seemed to be less common in those days, actually. I mean, just think about it. You get this black box, you pop this shiny disc into it, and lo and behold, you, it can, makes great audio. you, can, you can click through tracks like, no problem. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> the ability to skip around easily. Yeah. So Cause that the, was more convenient. Because really, that was coming off the cassette. Yeah. And you well, couldn't, and skip, vinyl. couldn't skip shit on a cassette. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, basically you can, played it. just... Takes a while. It was a hassle, yeah. A lot of start and stop. This is one step above real to real, basically. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I think what we're kind of getting at is, I would go as far to say is if you're in a country that's, we'll call rather poor, um, and you don't have access to any of these things, right? You have very little. And then in that context, I could argue that even something like an $80 Bluetooth headset could be considered hi-fi. Uh, if it's in that climate, it's a very high-end premium luxury piece that's hard to come by, and it's very atypical for you to be able to hear this kind of fidelity. That, to some extent, could be considered, I think, hi-fi. Um, I think it's really all about context. Yeah. Because if you're... It's relative. If you're living in the middle of nowhere, right, some village with 23 people in it, and you have access to nothing, you don't have internet, you don't have power, um, but something like that could but be then, profound. But then think about it. Like you would think in an area like that, they would be used to live music because that's all well, they that's would have. True, yeah. Right. Even if there was, you know, even if they're blown in a conch shell or something like that, it's still notes being played by human beings. And so now you got to wonder, would a headphone 
even if it is like a simple boot. I guess be considered better than that. Would it make you emotional? Would it make you think, "Wow, this is amazing"? Probably. I mean, looking, <laughs> you got to look beyond the tech at that point, right? It's not about the tech. Now, maybe that part of it for somebody might it, be. Cool. It would just be that you can do it whenever you want. You don't need yeah. people. That's I think thing. it would be how common it is. So if you're in an area where, for whatever reason, uh, live music with actual physical people and instruments is common, then maybe less so. But if this was a special occasion and music was important to you, it would allow you to have access to it at any time you wanted. And so in that context... I could see it reasonable enough. I mean, I've never, I never visited like you know deep inside of Africa. I, you only see this stuff on TV and movies over through your lifetime. Yeah, it seems like there's always they're always playing music. They're always they're always having a party at night. <laughs> well, whether the, whether they're praying to their gods or, or cooking a pig. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm not too familiar with that. <laughs> yeah, one. but it always seems like in the movies there's always, always some dancing and and, and someone. You know, banging on some some drums or something like that. Yes, yeah, so maybe be disappointed with. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe speaker. I mean, yeah. did you ever hear a really good like you know those recordings that were done like Hugh Masekela? Yeah. Hope was always a really popular one. Of those song Hope, and it's like, you know, it's got some pretty good bass in it. And I've and I've I've gotten some uh, African music on uh, CD before, and it's not the type of thing you pull pull out every day and listen to. But they're exceptionally good at making. It's very dynamic. At playing drums and <laughs> yeah. at the ba- in the bass, yeah. they're good at capturing it too. You know, so um, and that's that's the hardest to reproduce properly yeah. to sound like a real you know drums. Yeah, big drum. Yeah, yeah. or even just Congo drums or whatever the hell it is they play. Well, it that's trouble. Very live because in that context, if that's what you're used to hearing live, then a cheap system, a cheap headphone, probably would do a really poor job. Yeah. You'd be putting this on and go, ooh, it'd be. But it'd be like eating fresh fish, out, you know, and then right out the ocean, and then yeah, having fish sticks. three months frozen stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fish sticks. Yeah, yeah. Right. So maybe you would be disappointed. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but to maybe. some people, a good audio system compared to having nothing could almost be like a, what a book does for some people. Yeah. It could be exploring into a, a world that is unfamiliar to you, something that gives you a different viewpoint or perspective. You could hear music you wouldn't normally ever hear locally. Yeah, that's the difference. Um, so is you mm. could listen to music that you wouldn't normally be playing yeah. or anybody or you know how to play, so that would be the difference. But see, that's where the line gets blurred because now we're really discussing technology yep. more than we are yeah. the, well, the, the actual physical sound of the music. That is kind of what technology did to for us is that you know, it's available. You can listen to like anything you want, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. And you used to not be but able is to it do hi-fi? that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It depends. I think it's really about accessibility. You look at like the the average in your general region, and if whatever you're using is better fidelity than the average by a fair enough margin, I think calling it hi-fi is within reason. But this changes quite a great deal based on your location. You could be in an area where something really cheap could be considered hi-fi to some people. Yeah. And I I think what we're trying to get at, though, is it's a difficult thing to really put a measure on. And um, people always think that audiophiles and whatnot are snobby because a lot of times that's how they come off. Um, And we talked about this in the past, but without a doubt, there is some of that. Um, I think a great deal of the... Well, I think in part because hi-fi tends to be measured gauged by the cost of the gear. A lot of times, yeah. It can you know, be. And then when you say, oh, I got $50,000 speakers, you're right. pretty much going to consider that to be 
pretty good speakers, you know, versus I got a $200 pair of speakers. Like, wow, okay. (laughs) You know. Doesn't always have to be the case. It's too bad it works like that, but it kind of does in this industry. You know, it goes for cars and camera lenses and everything else that I'm aware of. You know, for the most part, if it costs more, it probably isn't much worse. It usually is leaning towards better. Usually. Usually. So that is unfortunate. There's there's, there's, there's scales to it. Where? Yeah, uh, is a $2 million car better than a $1 million car? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you hit a point. It doesn't yeah, really work that, anymore. Yeah, at that point, it's like, yeah. It's yeah. like, well. You it's know, a little arbitrary there. That's more like, because I can. You yeah. know, that's why right. I bought it. That happens yeah. in hi-fi as well. Yeah. For sure. You know, a million-dollar speaker is going to oh, be yeah. 10,000 sure. times better. Yeah. And there's very few speaker. people buying them, too. Right. Might sell two a year. <laughs> right. So, but, you know, that's okay. That's they're, they're filling a niche in a market that doesn't, you know, that, that that's what they're looking for. I think more now than ever, people are becoming more familiar with, with the variances you have in accessibility and, and whatnot in these various products. I think people are more tolerant of both extremes now than ever. Because um, before, there was fewer products that were any good. There there's really just wasn't as many products as there are now that are competitive. You could have so many different headphone models now. And to some people, they think it's just so important to them that they have their music that this product to them really does it. It's just for whatever they're looking for, it hits it. And uh, to them, it's they would consider it hi-fi probably because it's the best music they know of. I think it's more like higher hi-fi at that point. Mm. You know, Well, yeah, it's, it's it just keeps sliding going higher. scale, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like lower-end hi-fi might not be as good, but it's still hi-fi. For, yeah, and for a majority <laughs> of people, it is their hi-fi. Yeah. It's, and it is pretty good nowadays. It is pretty plenty good. of stuff you get that's pretty decent, yeah. especially compared to where it was 10, 15, so 20 I'd years say, ago. I'd say really bottom line is boils down to it's all in your mind. Pretty much. What, what do you what do you like? What do you consider hi-fi? What and what's your limits? Well, it seems like you everybody know? evolves what their upper what their they consider hi-fi. Kind of like kind of like starting at the control and moving your way up. Yeah. Well, the that's the thing. <laughs> Even the lowest end stuff today is, you know, it's definitely an evolution. Way better than that. It's an evolution process, and it's not as simple as looking at this meter and going, "It's going to rain." Doesn't work like that. No, yeah. not really. Yeah, yeah. But I think the key takeaway is everyone has a different definition. Everyone's looking for a different thing, and to some people, these things matter, and others, it really doesn't. So we don't need to get all snobby and on our high horses about. $500,000 systems or whatever, but um, we do talk about expensive things, of course, on this channel a lot, and that's just simply because they're new, they're cool, they're interesting. That doesn't necessarily devalue the low-end stuff, of course. The more affordable stuff is cool. That's the reality that a lot of people have, and well, yeah. if, that's what, if that's what's accessible to you, if that's what works for you, there's no problem with that, right? I think we all could agree on that. Yeah, and I think it's an inspirational thing, too. I mean, yeah. you know, it you know, we, we talk to a lot of people that say, I wish I could afford that. And, you know, well, you can one day if you work toward it. You can afford really anything if you work toward it. It, it is an inspirational thing. Yeah, we have heard from a few people that said, I've been saving for three years to get yeah. a 1266, and yeah. then they finally do get it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Normally when you hear these things, it just seems impossible. Yeah. But we've had a handful of people that they said they were going to do it, and oh, then yeah. years went by, and they actually did it. Yeah. Which and this happens over and over again. <laughs> Remarkable. Yeah, everyone's got a list. Everyone's got a short list of yeah. right. what they want in life, you know. And for some people, it's cars and houses, and for others, it's audio, audio. equipment. Yeah, and that's yeah, cool. It depends on your goals. Yeah, it's a great hobby. 
It sure as hell ain't hurting anybody. <laughs> yeah. But if you're yeah. happy with your $40 Bluetooth headset, that's, that's cool, cool too. right? Yeah. It probably lives no in a million dollar house though, you know. Well <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe not, but <laughs> really true. I mean a lot of people have nice oh, things like that have, and they don't yeah, even care about audio. They yeah, just don't you absolutely. know they're the radio in the car is all they ever needed. So priorities. Yeah, it's all that's about the your strange thing that maybe a lot of people aren't aware of. There's definitely a lot more people than people recognize that you would look at them and assume that they're not exactly particularly wealthy. But <laughs> They have multi-thousand-dollar headphones, or they might have a fifty-thousand-dollar-plus headphone system. Yeah. So obviously, that's something that's a priority to them, and they just dump all their money into it because yeah. they value it. It's important. So it's, that's cool. It is a great investment, and uh, I think it also probably keeps a lot of people sane. <laughs> you know? Yeah, especially in, in this crazy world of ours, working <laughs> from home and you locked know? up most of the day because you could tune out the TV. You don't need that. I mean, if you need something to entertain you, and it's not going to be television. Sure as hell is a great option. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, thank you everyone for listening to us. Uh, get jabber about this one. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, as always, thumbs us up if you like this. Uh, remember to uh, visit our store if you need any merchandise like t-shirts and pillows at abyssstore.com. Abyssstore.com. And we'll see you next time. Take care.